All right. Welcome in, everybody. I want to say thank you to our guest today, the pride of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, Gino Stone. How are you doing, man? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, though, this podcast is brought to you by Fandom, fan engagement powered by athletes. All right. So before we really dive into this, I have to let it know. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, and you are from Pennsylvania, grew up a Steelers fan, and currently defensive back here with Baltimore Ravens. So depending on how this conversation goes, I don't know if we're going to be too friendly by the end of it, but I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to do my best here right now. So, all right, coming off a tough game last night with the New England Patriots and the worst weather I've seen so far this year. You know, I got chilly at one point last night and threw a blanket on. So I really, I feel for you and how that went last night, but tough game, kind of everybody's out of there out of their element a little bit. You have to go off game plan, go off script. Um, how did the team take it? How did you guys react on the field, off the field, and moving forward? How do you take that loss and turn it into some positives? Um, yeah, we had a lot of a lot of things we had to go through last night. We went through a lot of adversity. Um, kind of didn't go our way. It's the way we expected it to go. Um, didn't, especially the outcome, we didn't get what we wanted. So, you know, we've got to build on from here and, uh, you know, just try to be a better team next week. That's really all it is. And Make sure we could uh, start to win again. How was that weather? It looked it looked brutal. It looked like uncomfortable. You know, I, just me. I'm a, I'm a football guy, so I love that weather. You know, especially the defensive guy. Um, it's, it's raining. You know, the offense ha- struggles with having the ball. So me, it, it was it was having a field day out there. You know, trying to get the ball out and things like that. Um, so I really I didn't have that many opportunities because I played just special teams, played a couple snaps of defense. But you know, as a defensive mindset, it's like that's the best weather to play in for me. Did you go? Did you do what you did like back in youth football, where you did a baseball slide to see you could go the furthest on the field in the mud afterwards? <laughs> no, no, I did. I heard about the field. I was freezing. It it was nuts watching that though. I mean, some of the snaps didn't even the shotgun snaps didn't get off the ball. The, the ball slipped through surefire receiver and tight ends hands and like literally in the chest, like just because the ball is so wet. Like usually they do a pretty good job of drying the ball, getting it ready to go. But it's like you can't really adjust once then it's on the ground. That I mean. Were people – was there frustration because of that or everyone was just like, hey, we – it is what it is. We got to do better. No, I just felt like it's, we just weren't playing our best ball. You know, we, if you see the weeks before that, you know, we, we, you could tell that wasn't our best ball. We wasn't raving football the way we usually play it. So, um, I definitely feel like we could do way better. Uh, I know the whole team feels the same way. So, we just got to take it on the chin and just move on. It's a very optimistic point of view. I'm still cold from watching you guys last night. All right, so let's backtrack a little bit to your to your youth days, your high school days in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, which most people don't know. It's what like was that like twenty minutes south, like west, like southwest of Pittsburgh? Is that where Newcastle yeah, is? It's like it's like forty five minutes northwest. Yeah. Okay, so forty five minutes away. Went to school there, Newcastle. You had a little bit of a, a bumpy, crazy recruiting process where you started out getting recruited and didn't even realize it by places like Harvard and Columbia. <laughs> and you were committed to Kent State and then kind of did on the 25th hour. You, you went to Iowa, which seemed to be an awesome, awesome fit for you, your skill set, and to get you where you are now. Can you kind of walk us through that whole process, being a, you know, a former athlete um, who wore an extra tight T-shirt today to try to show off. Um, I just love hearing all that stuff. And, and, and it's, it's really cool to know people come from high school, boom, boom, boom. And then, what, four years later, you're playing in the pros. It's just in, it's outstanding to me. So walk me through how that went. Yeah, just basically my, you know, my recruitment started kind of my uh, beginning of my junior year. Um, that's, where, that's when I really have a bunch of schools talking to me. I didn't get my first offer till 
um, the end of my junior year, though. Uh, my first offer was Harvard, actually, like you said. Uh, That's kind awesome. of kind of surprises me. My first offer was Harvard. Uh, you know, I, I did pretty well in school, my, in high school. But, uh, my, yeah, my first offer was Harvard and Fall, Columbia, and the rest of the Ivy League schools. That's and, you awesome. know, a couple, schools, a couple schools like Robin Morris, things like that. And then, uh, you know, then I got I got offered from, like, Navy, Army, uh, schools like that. So it was pretty cool just getting all them offers, you know. Them are, like, the top, top-tier top schools, that, you know. Oh, not yeah. Football. Not football, but just academics. Oh, you're, like you're made so, for life. You put that on your resume? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's, for me, it was a win-win situation, you know, if I can make it to the NFL. You know, that's, that's a goal you always want to make. But at the same time, it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's far – as far as a far pitcher to get to, you know, there's only 1%, 2% make it to the NFL. Where you go to a school at Harvard or something like that, you get a degree. It's like, oh, you're set for life no matter what. You're going to make good money. I mean, so, you know, I, I, my, myself, I, you know, I kind of took the harder route. You know, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to Iowa. Um, you went out to the sticks. To you went out to the sticks yeah. to play. Yeah. Yeah. But before, before I even got to Iowa, like, I, mean, I was a, I was a big, I was, I wanted to go to Penn State. That, that was my main. My main goal, my main school I wanted to go to um, throughout my whole recruiting process. But, you know, things didn't happen the way I wanted it to be. Um, they didn't end up offering me a scholarship. So after they uh, offered me a scholarship, I committed to Kent State uh, just because my mom worked over in that area, in the Ohio area. Um, it was close to home. Shout out, Ohio. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I felt like I was going to play. I mean, I, I knew I was going to play as soon as I got there, things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it was just me, me, me being close to home. And close to family and friends, you know, I've never really been away from home that much. And then just from, just for like Iowa and Michigan State to come in late in the recruiting process to offer me, um, I wanted to go to Michigan State at the moment, but they ended up telling me they had too many scholarship offers and things like that. It just didn't, it just didn't happen for me uh, that school either. So you know, my at that point, I just wanted to kind of sit it out. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna stay with Kent State, uh, even though Iowa offered me. I don't. I was like, I'm not. About to play with these Big Ten schools and them keep playing with my playing my emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna stay with the team that's been with me for the, from the beginning. You know, but then my mom it was, it was my, really my mom and my coaches uh, that really forced me to go see Iowa. Uh, just make sure I didn't uh, regret a decision I never want to go see. You know, they said you they they they're like you know we wouldn't care if you weren't seeing it, and then you didn't like it. But we at least want you to go see it. So, you know, I I really like that's that's like one of the biggest decisions I'm happy I made just to go see it because if I didn't go see it, I probably would never want there. I mean, I know I wouldn't want there, but I know I probably wouldn't have been in the situation I am right now, you know, being a pros uh, at this moment. I left school early, you know, last year. So I probably, I'd probably still be at Kent State right now playing. Um, you know, I mean, you never know. I might not be at Kent State. You know, they've been a losing program, everything like that. So, you know, I'm yeah, just grateful know, for everything. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I'm well, just grateful for everything. They're playing now till a week ago, basically. The MAC yeah, finally got back yeah. in that. They're playing games on, like, Wednesday afternoons now, like a high school freshman team. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, because right, when you right. were coming out of high school, I know obviously you started safety over in Iowa, and that's where you position right now. But you played a bunch of different spots on the field in high school, along with you played basketball. I know you're still co- real close with your coach over there that coached you in high school, as well as ran track, played a little bit of baseball. Were any of these, you know, quote unquote smaller schools, were they offering you or wanting you to play a different position or on the other side of the ball and you wanted to play safety? Or was it just kind of they wanted you for defense and, and that's where you wanted to be? Well, it was crazy. So, you know, High school, I was a – my junior year, I was a receiver. And my senior year, I turned to quarterback. So, the only school that really said I could play offense was Navy. Are oh, you going to run the they option? Said, they said I could play quarterback or running back and play safety or play safety. So, that was the only other school that really said I could play a different position. So, 
you know, that, that, that was a big thing that came to a factor for me, too, because I, I really thought about Navy for a second um, just because the, the opportunity to play offense because that's, that's something I, always, I, I love to do is play offense, you know, always get the ball in my hands instead of being on defense trying to get the ball, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that was a big factor. But, you know, then, then it came to the fact, the, uh, fact that it was like, do I really want to go serve in the military? Things like yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna. You know? I was gonna ask that. What is the? Do you remember like what is the actual commitment if you go to Navy or Army? Like four years of school, and then are you committed to serve for a certain amount of years, or do they not get that far in the process? Yeah, I mean, I I asked a little bit, but I really didn't get too much into it. Um, I know one, one of my close friends. Uh, he's from Newcastle. He's a little bit older than me. He went to Navy and played and uh, he played basketball there. Okay. But I know he had to, he had to go to like the prep school first, and then you actually get into the the academy you have to go through a whole process then you have to serve so many years so I, that for me i was like you know i'm not really i didn't really have the that mindset where i didn't i didn't really see that far in my future where i was like all right, i'm gonna stay in the military this long things like that yeah really in my really in my mindset i was like all right i'm going to school for this many amount of years and then i'm gonna try to get to nfl that was my main goal i really didn't see nothing past that you know i really didn't see much about my future with like after after football or anything like that until like my sophomore junior year of high school uh, or college. Yeah, that's but that, started- I think that I think that's great. There's probably so many guys on your team at Iowa that were just like, hey, I'm here for to get my four years, get my degree, and then I'm gonna go, you know, I don't know, work for my dad's insurance company or whatever have you. And then the guys that kind of put their mind to because it, it is, you know, some people don't want to hear people say their big dreams. Like if you would have said, hey, I'm going to the NFL when you were a freshman in high school people probably would have laughed at you and said, yeah, yeah, all right, get out of here. But then it starts to come to fruition. So you're up at Iowa. I know you were on special teams, true freshman. I believe you were honorable mention your sophomore year, and then your all Big Ten selection, your junior year, and then opted into the, into the draft, got invited to the Combine. The Combine's just a, it's a spectacle to the people sitting on the couch, the Monday morning quarterbacks like myself, to watch everybody go through those drills. But I love them. I, I, I love the skill set and to see all that. How, how – intense is that process is it is it as crazy as it seems are you like 24 7 kind of like in interview mode almost yeah you know the combine you know people some people i mean some people like oh it's a huge opportunity like yeah it's uh, it's a huge opportunity you know it's the one it's probably the biggest interview of your whole football career like yeah it's crazy going you're going to interview for your your job that you've been wanting for the past 18 21 years of your life you know what i'm saying (laughs) So that's it's, it's it's huge. Like it's one of the biggest moments, one of the biggest things we'll never forget. But at the same time, you're there for like four or five days, and people don't really see like the things like people just see like the things they see on TV. Like they, like all right, this dude's getting interviewed here, or all right, yeah. the position drills, things like that. Forty times they don't see the four days before that where you're getting constantly medical examinations from seven o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night. Like you're doing medical. Wow. Psycho- psychological testing all day and then well, you they have do like psych a, like, tests yeah so you then you have like a three three four hour period of interviews where you meet with strike teams coaches talk like that yeah so you know it, it, it does get exhausting but at the same time it was like you know it just it, it just kept me going because it was one of the it was the, the, the biggest moment of my life you know like I'm, I'm here seeing all these coaches you know people i looked up to my whole life and yeah. like wow like it's like I'm almost close to the, to my to my dream that I really achieved as doing. So, you know that that was a big thing for me. And then, you know, just being on the field uh, during the skill position, uh, like the group when we mm-hmm. did all our groups and did all the, the field work. You know, that was a big thing for me too because you're like right, you're watching all these people growing up, like all they're doing all these drills and stuff. And then like you're getting you're in there, it's like the, the lights are on you. The lights yeah. are on you. Like 
it's bright in there. You're just like, all right, bro. Like, every, everybody in the world is watching me right now. I know everybody in the world is watching me. Like, it's yeah. on every TV right now. So, it, it, was a, it, was, it was a big thing for me. You know, I was just happy to be out there um, and competing with everyone else, like, the best in the world. Is there, um, from, a, from, like, a fan's perspective, is if you're repped by an agent, are they there with you? Are they the ones organizing your interviews? Or how exa- or is that all cycling through just to you? Like, someone's giving you a call and, like, hey, swing down to Suite 26. <laughs> come interview with the Browns or the Ravens or whoever. How does that work? No, it's, it, that's, just, that's just the teams I want to interview with you. So they're, they're the ones really that set everything up. So, like, you just walk in a room and then they'll grab you or then you have um, – or you have, like, formal – you have informal and formal interviews. And so formal interviews is where you go upstairs and meet with the owners, like the, the, the head coach, the yeah. defense coordinator, office coordinator, all the teams. And that's informal where, like, you're just in a room and then, like, you have all these other – like, you have, like, coaches like come and grab come and grab you and talk to you scouts whatever and they had you have like 15 minutes with them and then that, that's 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 really how it is is could you notice like different vibes or energies between different teams like just by walking in the room like oh this owner and this coach work this way this owner and this like i'm sure coach harbaugh is a lot different than coach belichick in the film room you know i mean not to say one's better or worse but just like different or did it almost at that point was it like everything's just so straightforward they all kind of blended together you know, it's kind of it's kind of like a mind game. You know, they're trying to get to know you. They're trying to see what type of like most most of my questions were like they really weren't about football. You know, we'll we'll go over like three, four, five minutes of film, and the rest of that they're just asking about you, trying to get to know you. You know, they're That's trying nice. to, they're they're trying to get to know what play person they're about to get in their yeah their, uh, their franchise. You know, so it's like they ask they ask you a question about all right, so what type of person were you in high school, like things like that. So it's it, it's it's kind of weird at the moment. You know, you yeah. really I didn't get. I heard it was like some people get asked crazy questions, but I never got asked no crazy question. But at the same time, it's like they talk a little bit of, a little bit about football, but then they're trying to get to know what type of person they're about to get because they don't want to draft no one that's going to be a cancer to the team, you know. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 like you said, it's a job interview. Even if it's like you know, John's cookie shop down the street, like he doesn't want to hire a psychopath that's going to steal all the cookies when they're not looking. You know, they gotta they gotta do their due diligence. Did you um? Yeah. Did you have a pro? Did you do your pro day at Iowa or? Was that not necessary after doing the combine? Well, it got canceled because of the coronavirus, so I didn't get to do my pro day. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. right. This was, like, right before everything turned to what it is now. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of that, how's that transition going with everything in the team and being on the field with, you know, 100 people combined on both sidelines and then also at the same time masking up right after and being separated in Zoom meetings? It's got to be a different way to play football, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's been a different experience for me. Um, I have a bunch of the veterans say, like, y'all missing out, like, a bunch of opportunities, like, see different cities, like, go out and things like that. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, but at the same time I'm just enjoying everything. You know, my first eight weeks, you know, I really I didn't play any snaps. I wasn't really playing at all. Uh, I was inactive, and then I got dropped to the practice squad for a little bit. And then these past two weeks, I got brought up to play. You know, that's after the playing the first two weeks, you know, it's been a dream come true. Um, be on the field, things like that. I'm starting to get more comfortable being out there, um, playing with playing with the guys and uh, knowing what I have to do on the field. So, you know, I'm just enjoying every moment I get, every opportunity I get on the field and just ha- uh, trying to maximize my potential every time. I mean, that's great. It's got to be like, what's, what is one of the things like the common person, again, sitting, reaching for a blanket because they're cold while everyone else is, you know, freezing in the sleet last night, um, that going like, does, practice squad possibly getting waived and brought back up is that just 
part of like the process every week for, for a handful of players? Is it, is it frustrating or is it just kind of out of your control and you're just doing your thing? And, you know, sometimes they need to bring up an extra lineman instead because two linemen went down that week. Yeah, that's it, it, this is how it is, you know. Uh, really, it's a business. Like, it's, this game's a business uh, in the NFL. Um, you know, so if, if we need someone up that week, you might get dropped down. And it, it is what it is. But I learned that early. Um, early in the year, you know, I got dropped from the uh, active roster and put, put down to the practice squad because we need more people up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. You, you can only control what you control at the moment. So, you got to maximize every, every uh, opportunity you get, like I said. And uh, you, you really can't let this game get to you, you know. You're, you can't let it make, or make or break you. You know, only thing you can really do is just uh, try to get better each week. That yeah. That's always so – that whole, like, business side of it is just so – interesting to me i you know it kind of gets glossed over so much like people waved and then brought back up and it's got to be i I don't know that's really you have a great outlook on it um personally that's just that's just what i'm saying so all right so i'm gonna ask you a question take your senior year in high school versus junior year at iowa if you could redo one of those like on a personal level and a playing level which one would you do and why uh probably my senior high school um just because, you know, my senior year of high school, uh, I actually lost the championship game uh, football. So That's 4A, right? That's 4A and yeah, PA, right? Yeah, okay. yeah that, that's, that's one I won back. You know, we played at Heinz Field. That was my first time ever playing the championship in football. You guys got to play school. at the stadium. That's awesome. Yeah, so I played at Heinz Field, everything like that. And it was crazy. We lost 42 nothing though. We lost 42 nothing. I played my worst game. Was that like a I, shock I, or was like this other team was supposed to win by that much? No, they they were good, like like, but we had we were we were hot in the playoffs. You know, my, my first game in the playoffs, I, I did what was it? I had like some crazy, like my 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 like first two playoff games, it was like crazy. My my first game, I had a pick. My first playoff game, I had a pick, and I had like three touchdowns. I threw like three touchdowns, ran one, something like that. Then my next game, I ran for five touchdowns, caught three picks. <laughs> And then, yeah, I remember, yeah, ran five touchdowns, caught three picks, and I, I tipped another one, and my teammate picked the other one. So I, I really caught four picks that game. And then, my, then, my, then the championship game, I threw three picks. We didn't score. I played my worst game. So I, that's something I always went back. It's my, my senior year. So, it, I, you know, that, that's something that, that, that I regret. You know, that's one thing. Like, I really, really don't regret that much, but that's something I regret. Because I played yeah. my worst game. You had, well, think of it this way. You had so many good games leading up to it. They played great. You guys were just a little bit off. But it's it, that that's going to stick with you. It just does. I mean, everyone's got a loss on their record that they're just like, damn, I wish I had that one back. Yeah, that, 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 out. that one hurt. Yeah, that, that one hurt a lot, you know. I'll just – it still sticks to me. You know, I, I ha- honestly, I haven't even watched that game. Right? So I, don't, I can't watch it. I, know, I don't want to watch it. I can't. Oh, well, you look, you positive outlook. You made it to the state championship. You probably were setting records prior to that, and things ended up all right. So you transitioned to Big Ten school, Iowa, big-time program. Did you have like a, oh, I'm, I'm no longer in high school type moment. I'm playing with grown men now. Instead of 16- and 17-year-olds, I'm playing with 21-year-olds. Was Did you have any of those moments your freshman year at Iowa? Uh, I mean, not really. Um because, cause, I mean, there were there was people that were older. You know, there's some seniors that can do that 22, 23 years old, and you're 18. Um, but I feel like once I got there, there, there really wasn't much of a difference. I mean, the speed – the only thing I really felt, thought was, like, the speed changed a lot, you know. Because yeah. high school, this college, the speed changed a lot. So that was really the only thing that was, like, all right, that's that's one big difference. And then the linemen, like, the Big Ten linemen, 
Like I went from playing with linemen that are almost my size and the big yeah. ten, you're playing with guys that are six eight, six seven, three twenty. I'm like, all right, these guys that played are like tight end in high school and receiver yeah. in high school that, that yeah. put on weight. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, so I'm like, dude, I never played nothing like this. That so that was one of the things I had to adjust to. You know, when I see when I see one of them pull and coming at me, so I'm like, all right, how am I gonna handle this situation? You know? <laughs> so just things like yeah, just things like that. So that's that's I mean, I feel like that kind of got me more physical and things like that. So um that was really it. Well, then, so Iowa then to the Ravens. First of all, you got to thank my Browns for giving the Baltimore Ravens a franchise, I guess, in a certain way. Um, but you guys have so much history there already. And I think now, what, 23, 24 years the program? The team's been there, I want to say. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, but did you have a moment on like that? Because now you're playing with guys that might be 10 years older than you. Was that kind of a culture shock? Or was it like, hey – no, I'm here too. Like I'm just one of you guys. We're both on the we're both on the same roster. Uh I wanna say just like the the age difference. The only thing I just like I'm playing with people that I looked up to my whole life. Like oh, or I just you know what I'm saying? Like I was like I ain't gonna lie, I was low-key like when I first got in the NFL though, I was kinda like fanboying over like seeing some of the guys, you know, things like that. Especially now, like when I'm when I'm playing different teams, like well, my first game, you know, we, we played Odell and all them guys. I'm like, all right, them are guys, like, everyone looks up to. And I'm meeting all these guys. And I'm like, they're, they're just like me. Yeah. You know, they might just have a higher, like, status and everything like that. But they're, like, they're just like me. Like, I'm out here with them. So, that's something I learned to adjust to, like, when I see these guys. Like, all right, they're just they're just normal humans just like me. They're, you know. So, it's, they're nothing special. You know, they're just great athletes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm part of it. I remember so that I'm first great, game. I'm, you guys beat yeah, the Browns by 7,000 that game. That was a great way to start the season for, for my hometown Browns. Um, so you're, you're, a, you're a movie guy, right? Action movie guy? Yeah, somewhat, yeah. What, uh, what's the best one you've seen lately? Best one? I'm not even sure. Honestly, I haven't, haven't really watched a movie the past couple of weeks just because I've been studying so hard, honestly. What, uh, like, <laughs> all right, so the past year. Have you seen Extraction? No, I haven't seen that. I heard. I actually heard a bunch of people talk about it. I, that's one I haven't done to see yet. You gotta watch Extraction. It's pretty. It's pretty good. If you're an action guy, it's just like it's like it's just nonstop, except for like a five minute emotional scene. It's just it's just nonstop. <laughs> it's just like super gritty. It's it's really good. Yeah. Um. So I know you have nothing. It's not set in stone right now on what's going on. But you talked to me before about possibly you know when you get back home in the off season back to Newcastle that you wanted to kind of organize something for the community. I know I don't want to put any words in your mouth that aren't there yet, but um, I think that's really great. And I think more, it's awesome that you're kind of using your, your stature to do more, to do good for the community. So whatever that ends up being um, in the near future, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that even if it is in Pennsylvania, right on the border of Ohio, if you would have just lived like 30 miles West, you'd be in a good state. Um, but that's really great. Do you have any movement on that yet? Or have any other thoughts come into fruition? No, I haven't done much yet. Um, you know, I've been talking to my mom and everyone about it. Uh, I kind of talked to my basketball coach a little about it, but he, but he, he, he's the type of guy. He's like, you don't, you don't owe nobody nothing. So things like that. But you know, I, I always want to do something. For, uh, Which is true. My- which is true, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. But I always want to do something small for my community, you know, even even a little gesture, uh, if that can be anything for the kids in school or um, a park or something. I, yeah. I, I want to do something where I can make an impact and show that I still care about my community even though I'm, I'm out there. There's – um, you're probably – yeah, because your buddies are probably either out of school or seniors in college and stuff. Do you notice are a lot of guys still in the area that you hung out with back in high school? 
Yeah, you know, most most of my friends are there, but you know, most of them don't really stay at home. They're most at school. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, so so really, right, right now, coronavirus, you know, almost everyone's at home just because you know everything's online. So people are home more uh, usually than when they are during school uh, year. So um, you got out but, at the right point. That that would, right. I would, to be in college right now with coronavirus has to be like. I mean, it sucks for everybody, but like college, it's college, you know? Right, yeah. You want, yeah it's yeah. just like you want to have a good time. It's just like, well, I understand why all the college kids are testing pot. It's just like, you know, 20-year-old yeah. kid. I get it. I get it. I, yeah. I don't know. I, but, I, I feel yeah, but at, the same time, but at the same time, I'm happy because, like, you know, I got an NFL right the right time where I, like, you know, it's coronavirus. I can't go out, so I'm not spending no money. That's, yeah. that's what I'm happy about because I'm like, I, I know I would have had to do some rookie dinners or something, you know, or something where I had to spend some money. So it's like, all right, I got the, I got the right time. The only thing I got to do is just buy food when we go on planes. Like, you know, I'll spend, I'll spend that little money here and there, but I'll, I'll save all the rest of my money. <laughs> um, do you have a go-to delivery spot that you get stuff delivered to you in the area that you like? Um, you know, I've been going, I've been getting, I've been getting this, this wing. It's called America Best Wings here. Is that a local place? Uh, get, yeah, it's, it's like it's like five, five, yeah, five minutes on the street. I've been going there. Um, you know, I've been I, I had Gordon Ramsay a couple of times over here. You know, so I, I got got a good steak and things like that. Filet, right. So right. I got a couple pla- I got a couple places. Nice. All right, yeah. Gino, I'm gonna run through like a fast list of questions here. Don't think, just answer. Be All fun. Right. All right, you ready? If I wasn't a professional football player, I'd be. A baseball player. That's good. All right. I, oh, I already asked that one. All right. What I miss most about Newcastle is uh, homemade homemade food. Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner. Nice. Yeah. Right. Mustard or ketchup? Ketchup. Rain or snow? S- rain. Rain. All right. My childhood nickname was Square. All right. I got to stop. What? Why? <laughs> what is that? Tell me about it. All right, so my number I wore in high school was two. Okay. So my my one friend like he called me G squared because like oh, you know, there two. You go. Yeah. So so everyone just called me square, but it's kind of weird, you know, at yeah. the same time. Because some some people get called a square, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get called they, square. You're like a nerd. You're like a yeah, like a point yeah. <laughs> but know. yeah, but but everybody started calling me square, so because it's like G two. All right. Like they say, yeah. that's that's how I got it. <laughs> all right what about all right so my adult nickname is g <laughs> is g yeah all right the show i'm binging right now or want to is uh, dang the game i've been watching the game right now on netflix a quote i live by wow i don't know that one there's a lot <laughs> there's no wrong that. answers you don't have to know them it's fine uh, yeah i don't know all right, favorite um, – oh, here's a question I always, I always wonder with professional players. Do you play fantasy football? No. Do the guys on the team hate fantasy football? Because I would if I was a professional player. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't ask about that stuff. Be honest, be honest, I don't – outside of, like, my facility and everything like that, I don't really pay attention to football. Well, do you live it every day. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I get, I, I, get, I get sick of it, you know? Yeah. No, that that sick. makes sense. You don't want to. If you're a doctor, you don't want to come home and perform surgery when you're at your house. <laughs> yeah, like I come home, I try to decompress, and then I watch film for like two hours. And after that, it's like, all right, I need to just act like a normal human again. <laughs> so, um, I know your mom's in Newcastle. She gotten to watch you play yet because of coronavirus? 
Yeah, she made it to my first my first game I played in Indianapolis, so she she was there for that game. Oh, that's awesome. How how was she? Was she loving it? Was it just like yeah? She kept blow, she was blowing me up before the whole game. Well, she was blowing me up the week before the whole game. You know, oh. make sure I was ready, things like that. So I just try to ignore. Her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just try to ignore it because you know I I don't like when people try to blow me up or talk to me too much before games. Uh. <laughs> I got a I got a seven month old son who just started crawling and that like broke my that like brought me to tears I couldn't imagine her going through that. Yeah, man, yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, Gino, man, this this has been great. Anything else? I know I'll, I'll get your uh, follow you on Twitter and Instagram at Gino Stone twenty two. Um, look for him on the field Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, and in the playoffs more than likely coming up here in the near future, guys. Uh, number twenty six on the field. Number one in your hearts. Gino, do you have anything else you want to say before we come to an end here? Uh, no, just thank you for having me. Appreciate it and for, for this opportunity to talk to you. And thank you for everything.